All right, and welcome back, my creative nerds. This is episode seven, and I have to start this episode off by telling you what a moron I have chose to be. Uh, I, your host, Sean Matinelle, have decided to do a 15-minute Friday episode on change. I don't know how I can distill it into 15 minutes, but we're going to give it a go, and I'm just going to dive right in here. So, uh... As always, I want to start with a with a shout out to episode six, and I look forward to episode eight. Episode six, uh, of course, with my friend Carolyn Gamo, uh, and uh, since we're talking about change, man, what an incredible opportunity Carolyn Gamo had in little town Picton, Ontario, to go into a store uh, called City Revival that her aunt ran for many many years before, and she has been able to both keep things the same in that store, but also bring some new change and life into the store. Uh, and what a balance that is. And, and I think that episode was so great. Um, getting to talk to Carolyn, understanding how she was able to balance some of, some of that stuff. Um, so incredible. And then looking forward to my friend Chantel Clarkin, who, uh, I mean, if I'm talking about change, I mean, good Lord. Uh, once you hear her episode, you're going to fully understand exactly how, um, do I want to say brave? I'm not sure if I want to say the word brave, but, but Chantel had just made change after change in her life when life was not serving her the way she wanted. And I think she, uh, through fear or not fear, has found the ability to make change in her life and, and big change, not even just small changes, but you're going to hear some of her stories and wow, um, what an incredible journey Chantel's had. So I can't wait for you guys to hear that on Monday coming out. Yes, just in three days. Um, and one more last little piece of housekeeping. I think I didn't realize that maybe I've never said this, but uh, both the 15 Minute Fridays and the uh, full on episodes of Do More Cool Shit uh, come out every two weeks, at least for now. Uh, at least while I'm trying to figure all this stuff out. Um, yeah, so every second week, every second Friday comes a 15-minute Friday, and then uh, and then following that on the Monday is is a brand new episode coming out. Um, so thanks so much once again for tuning in. Uh, I'm excited that you're here and you're joining me on this episode of Change. And uh, yeah, so let's just jump right into it. So I want to I want to link back to I want to go back even further, and I want to go back to episode five when I was talking about self talk, and in that. Uh, podcast, I was talking a little bit about, uh, there was a piece in there when I was talking about how many thoughts a day we have. And a lot of research has said somewhere between 60 and 80,000 thoughts uh, a day. And while I was doing more research and, and kind of watching videos and, and reading more things, uh, I came across uh, another piece of information. And this one, I actually don't, I just have a note here in my book, and I, I don't know where that comes from. But I, I'll try and look it up again. But in this note, it said, uh, you know, that we, yes, in fact, we do have uh, roughly 70,000 thoughts a day. But the interesting fact that this said was that 91% of those thoughts are identical day after day. So that just leaves us 9% of our thinking that can change and be shifted and molded. And I was like, wow, that's, um, that's so interesting to me that, uh, that 91% of our thoughts really are, are quite similar um, you know, what am I going to have for breakfast today? What, what 
outfit am I going to wear? Uh, what route will I take to get to work and all that kind of stuff? I think, um, I think, you know, we're always having all these different thoughts, which I, which I find interesting. So, so this 90% or this 91% and then this 9% left over, uh, is, is pretty fascinating to me. So, um, so anyway, I just want you to keep that in 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 your mind as we go through this podcast episode. Uh, that what what are you going to do with your nine percent? And uh, you know, I think one thing that that when I was thinking about change and I was thinking about this episode and why I wanted to talk about it is that uh, I, I I've heard so many complaints over the years about how it's so hard to I don't know do something different to. Um, to, to get into a groove or to get out of maybe a groove or a rut. Um, and, and I think there are certain tips and tricks and I, I think there are some thoughts that we need to have around ourselves that will help us do that. And I think one of the things that we need to really learn to do a little bit more, uh, as a species, as humans, as adults, um, is learn to be uncomfortable. I, I think we have made our world so comfortable. I think if you think about, how we regulate every minute detail in our lives, uh, from temperature to our to our clothing to everything. Everything is comfort, right? We have lazy boys. We have the most comfortable beds. We have the most comfortable pillows. We, you know, we're always striving for this like incredibly comfortable life. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I think we we do miss something. I think sometimes when we are when that becomes king, when comfort becomes king, uh, or in this age, if comfort becomes queen, uh, you know, I I think that we miss something. That we what, like. When's the last time you were uncomfortable and you were just okay with it? When's the last time you got caught in a rainstorm? And you know, I watch people run to their cars. When's when's the last time this has happened to you? When you've got caught in a rainstorm and you start running because you don't have an umbrella? Well. What like what do you think? What I'm always curious what what people think is going to happen. Like are are they going to be less wet? Are they dodging water? Like what you know you're just wet. Like you know you're going to be uncomfortable. That's fine. Like what 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 is the worst thing that's going to happen? What happens if your air conditioner broke tomorrow and it was 35 degrees? Um, what what would you do? Would your whole day just revolve and shut down because you were a little bit uncomfortable? Like is that is that where we're at right now in our life? And and I'm bringing this up because I want to talk about a story that uh, that I've lived uh, quite interestingly. I've been able to work with a lot of young people and, and a lot of young people that have come. Uh, one particular project that I worked on was a, a group of young people that were coming out of rehab and out of um, out of juvenile delinquency halls. And the whole point of the program was to make sure that they get back into uh, that they get back into some kind of work and and and, and society, uh, and they reintegrate. And man, what a, a what a crazy journey that they had already had. And I think that while I've been doing those programs and while I've been working with other youths and other teams and things, I keep having this one thought that like, wow, we are so tough as a species that we can be tough, and that we are tougher than we give ourselves credit for. And what happens when you tap into that toughness? Um, there were so many examples in that program and with those youth where they battled through to make changes in their life. And man, what an incredible hard thing to do. So these young people would come in 
and into the program and and we would have them and we would have them for you know regular workday so it was like a nine to four kind of thing and they got paid to be there um but then they would be you know then they of course like they weren't there for 24 hours but so so my the, the hard part was yeah but what happens when they leave this security of this program they go back to some old habits they go back to um people that really don't want them to change and uh, and i want to make that a special note in in your brain is who who in your life is actually helping you make a change so I, i've talked a ton on this podcast about surrounding yourself with good people and and i think surrounding yourself with good people that want to help you grow in the ways that you want to grow you know i think we can find misery in a company in misery right and uh, but man, imagine if if our world was finding company in in good shit. So that's what I'm trying to do here with with do more cool shit, is is being able to find those people. And I think it's so hard. And I think if you look around, um, if you look around yourself, uh, I want you to ask yourself like who who is going to be able to keep up with you? Who is going to be able to uh, push you forward? Who who is going to be able to motivate you? and help you make the changes you want to make. And if you look around and, and those people aren't there and, and I don't blame them because it's so hard. Like if you decide in your life that you don't want to drink, but all you have is a bunch of drinking buddies, why would they ever want to see you change? You know? So, so just start thinking about those things as you start thinking about the paths you want to take and the creative projects you want to work on. Um, I think, I think this whole notion of like, I want to be a, a you know, I want to be on Twitter or I want to be on Twitch or on YouTube or whatever. I think a lot of people can laugh at that. I think a lot of people can laugh at creatives and their dreams. And and I think it can be a lonely world um, when you're starting to make those changes and you're going to say, I'm not going to follow this path or I'm going to quit my job, my very well-paying job that has benefits and I'm going to go do this thing. And I don't think if we don't have enough examples of that in our life of how that has worked and, and if you don't know enough people that are able to um, bolster you and, and say, yes, go do it, try it. Like, don't be afraid. Um, like, wow. Like when that happens, it's, it's, uh, it, it's just awesome. You know, when you have those people around you that can say, yeah, 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 go do it, you know, try it. And we're, and we're going to help you. So, so there's, a, you know, just a few little starting thoughts for, for change here. Now I want to tell you, um, Maybe one one more story before I jump into a couple other talks and things, since we just have a couple minutes. So on my 30th birthday, uh, quite a few years ago now, I decided that after years and years, uh, I wanted to do something new. I, I remember sitting on the couch and I remember thinking to myself, wow, I, I you know what? I have been I've become so complacent and so comfortable uh, that I just haven't done the thing, any anything new, and I haven't like felt an adrenaline rush uh, in this change. So I decided that uh, at the age of thirty, uh, that I should learn to uh, take up pennyboarding. Now, as someone who has never uh, skateboarded and or longboarded, uh, I don't know why this thought came to my head. But uh, this thought of me, uh, six foot plus, 250 pound gentleman, uh, jumping on the tiniest uh, boards that you could with uh, the smallest wheels that you could, should be a good idea. So I uh, quickly ran down. It was almost seven o'clock, uh, which I had timed out um, that that 
would be the time that they were the store was closing at seven, and I thought, well, I'm going to go buy that penny board at at six forty nine or six fifty nine, and uh, so that nobody would see me. And I grabbed that board and I continued to practice uh, later that night in 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 the in the seclusion in the you know in in the gift that is the night. I decided that that's when I should uh, start practicing how to penny board. And I, I think uh, it was so fascinating to me because while I was doing some of this research, uh, Mel Robbins, I don't know if you if you guys have not looked her up, definitely check out Mel Robbins. Um, she talks a little bit about uh, about this notion of five second, of having a five second window. And, and I don't think people really realized how close that was for the penny board and me. So uh, here's a quick clip from Mel that, that, that explains this, and I'll, uh, I'll come back and finish that penny board story. And um, I pretended NASA was there. It's the stupidest story. I literally went five, four, three, two, one. I counted out loud, and then I stood up. And I, I'll never forget standing there, and for the first time in three months, I had beaten my habit of hitting the snooze button. I couldn't believe it, and I thought, wait a minute. Counting backwards, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Well, the next morning I used it again and it worked. The next morning I used it again and it worked. The next morning I used it again and it worked. And then I started to notice something really interesting. There were moments all day long, all day long, just like that five second moment in bed where I knew knowledge what I should do. And if I didn't move within five seconds, my brain would step in and talk me out of it. Every human being has a five second window, might even be shorter for you. You have about a five second window in which you can move from idea to action before your brain kicks into full gear and sabotages any change in behavior. Because remember, your brain is wired to stop you from doing things that are uncomfortable or uncertain or scary. It's your job to learn how to move from those ideas that could change everything into acting on them in the smallest moment. Ah, our brain. Did you hear did you hear what Mel said about like it's our brain that's stopping us all the time from doing this? Like man, we are so programmed to stop ourselves from being uh anything but comfortable. Uh, you know, what happened? Yeah, yeah. What if you break your rib? What if I break my wrist? I mean, what would be the worst thing that could happen to me on a penny board? Uh, you know, very highly unlikely anything tragic other than, yeah, I might break an arm or a leg or something. I mean, that's not the worst thing in the world that happens. We have an awesome opportunity to fix those things uh, and to heal, you know, and it goes back to this idea that we are tougher than we know. And uh, anyway, I also, um, so I, I want you to think about something else that um, Eric uh, Thomas, who is a really well-known motivational speaker, uh, said. So I'm just going to play that clip here real quick. You won't be successful, not because you can't do it, but you can't outlast your old you long enough to get to your new new. So while I was doing that, and I was like, whoa, that hit me, that last sentence of like, uh, most of you won't be successful, not because you don't do it, but you can't outlast your old you long enough to get past your new new and new you. Um, I like, Wow, what incredible, this idea that there is an old you and a new you and that it can be ever-changing and it can we can 
continue to evolve and shift and and grow and that we don't have to be stagnant. When is the last time you gave yourself a chance to try something new? And if you're having any of those thoughts or any of those ideas about what that's looking like in your life, then I think now is the time to, you know, and I'm trying to make that platform for people to not be so afraid, to not, to not be afraid to have the chance to step outside your comfort zone. You don't have to be alone to do that. So if you are someone that's listening to this podcast, I want you to um, go to the website, go to domorecoolshit.com and fill out that form that says you want to make a change, that tell me that you want to work on a project. It could be a small project. It can be a big project. But you don't have to be alone. And I think that's that's a hard part. And I think we're all looking for those cheerleaders and I got to tell you, there is a ton of them on this side of the line. So, you know, just just come on over. Come on over to this side of the line. The grass is nice and green over here. And we're going to, yes, for sure, kick you in the ass. Um, Now, I have to say, I probably got to go because I think I'm already over my 15-minute time. But I I want you to leave this, uh, this episode, this podcast, being hyped up to go and try some stuff. And I mean, trust me, I know that it is so incredibly difficult and it's easy to just keep eating the bag of potato chips or to just keep working the same job you got going on. But if you want to make a change, um, there is, uh, I think I mentioned Carrie Smith before. And one thing that I love is her little books that are, and this one in particular that I have here in front of me is called how to be an explorer of the world, uh, a portable life museum. And uh, that book is just filled with all kinds of little exercises. And I think if, if you could do anything to help yourself get out of a comfort zone, I think it's it's something like that where it's like picking up this book, physically going out into the world, and she's got all kinds of uh, things here where uh, I'm just going to see her if I can pull up one quick uh, thing before I got to go. Um, yeah, so here's like exploration number 32, world of magic. Collect objects for the potential magic quality. Attach a story. Create a fictitious history about the object. Um, you know, and, and the whole book is filled with all kinds of stuff, that, that kind of stuff. So I think if, if you're finding it hard to make a change, I think remember to Mel Robbins, like we got five seconds. You got five seconds to decide whether you're going to take action or whether you're not. Like that's a, such a short amount of time. You know, we've got 91% of our thought processes are the same day to day. So what are you going to do with that nine extra percent? And can you do it in the five seconds that makes you move, that makes you do something? You know, I want you, when you're when you're done listening to this episode, when I stop rambling well past my 15 minutes here, um, I want you to go watch shit. I want you to listen to shit, do shit, move. You know, when life is hard and when you feel alone, surround yourself with good, immerse yourself, bathe in that good, find the most amount of good, the most amount of um, motivation, even when you feel the least motivated. Try as hard as you can to reach out, to push, to just do one little thing. And I think with that note, uh, I am going to leave you guys. um, And I hope that you do make some changes. If you are someone listening to this podcast and you need to make a change, then I think, you know, now's the time. Like, get up, get up, get get off of this podcast and go do it, you know? This is the time to, like, jump up and, and get out of here. Go do something. Go be creative. Go make a change. 
Go be awesome. Thank you so much for tuning in. You guys have been awesome. Please, if you are listening to this podcast, make sure and tell other folks about the Do More Cool Shit podcast. Tell other people about the Do More Cool Shit uh, movement. And just help help me get involved. Help yourself get involved. Help me help you. Help, help all of us just move so that we can do more cool shit on this planet. Because God knows that's what we need on the planet is more cool shit thank you so much for tuning in and i'll catch you on monday when we have a full episode of do more cool shit with Chantel clarkin until then have a great friday and a great weekend all of you my favorite creative nerds All right, all right. I didn't. It wasn't fifteen minutes. Big deal. I failed. What have we talked about? Failing is okay. I'm just, you know, we're all just learning this little fifteen-minute Friday format. I already told you at the beginning that I was an idiot and I copped to it. So if you stayed this long, good for you. I promise. Next time, I'll probably try to hit the fifteen minutes. So you know what? Congratulations for staying and congratulations you know for all the messages i'm gonna get and send, send me all the things oh, it wasn't 15 minutes thank you kudos in event in in advance you guys are awesome uh goodbye